Yes, indeed. It is round number five. Nice to be back here. Uh, sorry I missed the last couple of weeks. You know the reasons why. Um, and, and thank you very much for Joel Kane and Sean Ormerod. Very kind words you said. And plenty of our sports pet um, uh, listeners and followers uh, sent some very nice messages too about my dear old dad. And I would have been here last week, uh, but his funeral was on the day we recorded last Wednesday because you might have seen I was everywhere else and you thought, why is he doing the Sportsbed podcast? But uh, that was it. It was his funeral and it was a beautiful day and uh, he was a punter too. He enjoyed this podcast. So uh, uh, we we would have done him proud the last couple of weeks, yeah, boys, mm. because we've been on fire. <laughs> well, with some of our best bets any. Well, I don't know about you blokes, but I've been on fire. <laughs> now, we've all had a good little run. How are you, Joel? Didn't take you long, did it, to, uh, well, to you get back in the saddle? We well, got a coffee listen, order. Someone <laughs> said, no, no, no. Someone said, you can have another crack at me. Someone said a couple of weeks ago, oh, make sure you listen to the Sportsbed podcast. They've said some really nice words about yeah. you, and you did. And I listened to the first 20 minutes. Not one mention that I went 6-2 and two that week. <laughs> That's what he said. Not he, one mention. Six said, and, <laughs> Lomax a double at $9.50. Not one mention. I mean, I, I would have thought, yes, it's lovely. The, the, the words you said were beautiful. <laughs> I sent him a text. I said, mate, how are you going? You're doing all right. And he said, mate, I really appreciate those kind words yeah, from you and Sean the other day. Them. He goes, but what about the mention of me 6-2? <laughs> <and two?" laughs> I don't have many weeks like no. that. No, no. But in all seriousness, thank you very much. No, that's all right, mate. Good to have you back. It's yeah. not the same without mm. the big fella, is it? No, nah, definitely. Yeah, we, we, was, we did it tough last week, didn't yeah. we? Tough carry without yeah. the, uh, the, the pro in the suit. Another tough uh, day uh, for the rugby league world, Tommy Radonikas ah, passing yes. away. Now, I only met him a couple of times, Joel. It was when he was working. He did some sideline for 2GB or did some expert stuff for Origins for 2GB. You can tell him within five seconds of talking to the bloke what a champion he was. But you actually did have the, the pleasure of... Um, of working with him, uh, he just seemed like a what you see is what you get type bloke. Yeah, he's just a heart and soul bloke. I, I never actually thought that the cancer could beat him. He, he's just that tough, mm. and the way he took it on, he, you know, he probably went a lot further than many could. Tough, mm. likable, just a likable, likable bloke. Dan, I remember Two GB have a clip, and 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 it makes me smile. The, the sort of character he is, and I remember. Um, Andrew Moore at the time, he's doing around the grounds. And uh, I think Hadley was in Sydney and Hadley was saying that, you know, um, full moon down here in Sydney. And, and Tommy says up in Brisbane, he goes, well, you wouldn't believe it, Ray. It's a full moon here as well. <laughs> you know, and, and another story that comes to mind is um, they're getting flogged. West are getting flogged in all three grades. And to the point where Tommy was such a tough player and his players aren't playing anything like how he would play on the field. And so all three grades are getting pumped by 50 or 60. So Tommy says, right, hey, boys, bring it in, bring it in. Get off the field. Stop playing touch footy. He said, you blokes need to learn how to tackle. He said, I'm 60. I'm not going to show you blokes how to tackle. So very, very smart. He looks around the room of about 60 blokes. And back in the day when all three grades were trained together, he goes, you. doesn't know who this bloke is. He's not going to pick a first grader. He says, get up. Right. Run at me as hard as you can. I'm going to show you blokes how to tackle. So this young kid sort of doesn't know what to do. The coach is getting on now. He's 16. He's got his glasses on. What do I do, you know? He said, don't go soft. So he went, okay. So this young bloke, portly front rower, charges into Tommy Radonikus, right? Tommy just goes full on in and then gets sent back about three poker cards, right? He gets up, right? Fixes his glasses up, looks around the room. He said, see you blokes. See? That's how you run. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so he and the bloke who, who he got to do that, he said, What's your name? He said, John. He said, John, you're playing first grade this week. That was the debut for John Scandalis. Oh, wow. Yeah. Really? Wow. And yeah. what a career he ended up yeah. having. Now, everyone, everyone in the media, that's how you, uh, you, you pay tribute to Tommy Radonikus because we're going to see. Mm. We're going to see a lot of what you have termed, and it's an excellent term, bruising. Yeah. And that is when people use the opportunity to uh, use a tragedy or someone's passing as just a way to shine a light on themselves. Now, what Joel did there was he told a story about someone that had nothing to do with Joel. That's how you do it. Mm. That's how you do it. Yeah, there'll be some Hall of Famers this week. Brucing. No doubt. I can't wait to hit refresh on Twitter later on. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, How have we been going with uh, the punting? I I joke and saying I've been on fire. Um, It's been a bloody hard couple of weeks. these monster starts, these mm. monster starts, they, they threw me a, a little. Uh, I just didn't think all three of the big, you know, 20-plus starts could get up. Well, bloody hell, all three did, and mm. with a leg in the air. Mm. Um, so how have you been, blokes, been finding the last couple of weeks? Uh, well, our best bets are all profitable, and we're all sort of thereabouts uh, at the line. But, 
Uh, it's getting hard, isn't it, Sean? It is. At what, at what point? I, I, I run a tipping comp at the line, Dan, and, and I'm seeing at the plus many, many people are just conceding the points and they're just taking it on. And I think to myself, well, at what point do you not take the mm. take it on? Well, you brought up tipping comp. Is it too early for a Bambi? Because you're featuring. Is that right? Yeah, you're featuring. <laughs> have we got the Bambi? Load away. Have we got the Bambi theme? Thank put, you for reminding me because I would have forgotten. Put your Bambi bullets in your Bambi gun. <clears throat> there is an, un, an unwritten law because it doesn't have to be written. When you run a tipping competition, hmm. once the rules are set, you don't change the rules. Oh, yes. yes under yes, any... Yes. Yes, yes. Under any circumstances. Sean, are you aware of this? No, I'm not. Okay, so Joel, God bless him, mm. puts his hand up to run all these tipping comps. Yeah. Yeah. Works hard for it as but well. He does, he does work hard yeah. for it, but but he does it with someone in mind, and, and it's Taron Point Touch. Yeah. Right, so when we all pay, it's 150 bucks for this one, right? Oh, is it 5% that goes? Yeah, something. Little, whatever. Little, little clip, whatever. Little beautiful. Clip, beautiful. Yeah. We all know going in that a little clip goes to... T- you know what? That's yep. the price of poker. Beautiful. Yeah. Okay. I know what you're talking about. Now, yeah. this comp... I've never this, done this before, by the way. And you will never do it again. <laughs> you will never do it again. Otherwise, remember that scene from Goodfellas where the red light and someone's been yeah. dug up, uh, their hole's been dug and buried? That's what you face. You don't change tipping competitions. Yeah, that's right. Okay. You're, you're right. So this comp... Well, let me tell the story. Don't mm. keep interrupting me, Joel. <laughs> I know what you're doing and it's not going to work. <laughs> so this is an interesting comp, right? It's 16 round, rounds, one to 16, mm. and you have to pick each team once, and it's for and against base. So... Um, you can only pick uh, you got to pick 16 teams once it's a pretty easy concept and for and against is added up through the year it actually does make you think and I really I actually like this as a concept Joel decides after three rounds <laughs> two rounds Joel JK near the bottom oh hang on you got to you got to clarify one thing here wait yeah I will yeah I will <laughs> right so this is the first second third competition mm. first second third how right? many people in the competition 40 odd that sounds about right. So yeah. It's a fat prize on yeah. 2200 for victory. Yeah. Right. And I'm second after two rounds. Mm. Now, I've quickly come back to the field. So, I, I know I'm not going to be in. And who's near the bottom? Just for clarification. Jay Kane yeah. was near the bottom when I saw this. This stinks of a steward's inquiry. Oh, no. Says, says. Joel <laughs> Kane says. Yeah. Slight change. <laughs> to keep everyone interested. Yes. To keep everyone interested, I'm going to now dock $100 off first, second, third, or is it 100 no, bucks? It was a total of two. So the, the last prize and, now is yeah. worth 250 How much was it originally? Duck None. egg. So you've, you have <laughs> taken 250 off the top. <laughs> top three. You, you're ta- yeah. Off a fat pool, very that, minimal. That's not the point, yeah. Joel. Yeah. That's not the point. Hang on. Yeah, no, 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 no. Shush. <laughs> now you've created 250 <laughs> under, the, under the guise of to keep everyone interested. Well, everyone's already tipped. The tipping comp is over. Yeah. It, we're now, it's like we've put our, it's like we're playing Keno at the club. Yeah. The ticket's in. We're just waiting for the balls to drop. So the, keeping people's okay. interest is irrelevant. Everyone's paid their money. Now, and now, and now. Yeah, stipulate the No, the no, money. no. Yes, and Joel has said, you might notice I'm near the bottom. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yes. If I finish last, mm. I'm just going to put the 250 into Taron Point Touch. Yes. Now. I don't give a stuff about Tarrant Point Touch. I paid my 5% to Tarrant Point Touch. Who are you to take the food out of my mouth to feed the kids at Tarrant Point Touch? I hope you run fourth. Uh, I won't get close. I, I, I had I, – uh, who did I have? So I, had, I had Newcastle to beat West Tigers a couple of weeks ago. I'm in – I got minus. I'm not going to get close. Yeah. So it's not about – I'm not going to get anywhere. But, but Joel. Yeah. There is a person I will never speak to again at yeah. Franklin's because she brought it a tipping competition, Lorraine. I can't remember her last name. I think I've told this story on here yeah. before I came equal second. And and instead of getting, uh, you know, equal second, so second yeah, was 120, yeah, dead, third was 80. Dead heat rules apply. Dead heat rules apply. Well, she mm. didn't apply them. She just gave me half of 120. Yeah. And, and then all of a sudden invented a fourth prize. Well, who came fourth for Lorraine? Oh, my husband came fourth. Oh, <laughs> but, but Joel, are you DG? don't be a Lorraine. Are you DG? I'm DG. Where yeah. am I? Uh, you're I'm seventh. You're seventh. Yeah, okay. Lorraine, so, Lorraine from Franklin. So you can hold a grudge. You are you? Lorraine. <laughs> okay. okay. You have done a Lorraine. No, the, the, look, the, yes, I have done a Lorraine. The total pool is 4,650, It's not the right? point, Joel. It's not the point. No, I, I understand knew you were going to go down this path. 
You've already taken 5% of my money for Tarrant Point Touch, which I happily agreed to, and it's a good cause, yeah. and it's the price of you putting the hard work into this. <laughs> but you can't now change midway okay. through. Or, or now, now, I mean, what is stopping you, yes. r- round 16, going, you know what, to keep everyone interested, double points. Yeah. There's nothing stopping you. Well, you know what? Mussolini. Yes, you're actually too, <laughs> too ahead of... A team called, and you started this, so you're, you can blame for this. There's a team in my comp called Office for the Day. That's oh, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm sick of people now giving it to me every time. <laughs> I, every time I try and promote something on Twitter, office I get an for office the for the day. Yeah. I think so. So the leader of the competition, Kel Vanson, which is some kind of oh, Seinfeld, it's a Seinfeld, Seinfeld yeah. yeah, 122. That was Jerry Seinfeld's. Uh, so so there was George Costanza, Puerto Rican Vandalay. Yeah, Kel Vanson. Well, his brother, his, running fourth is a bloke called Lloyd Braun. Another Seinfeld. So <laughs> we've got yeah. a smart audience. <laughs> yeah, we've got a smart audience. It's it is a really good comp because. Um, because you, so for context, at some point you've got to pick Canterbury, you've yes. got to pick mm. Manly. Once you've picked them, you're done. You're done. So, for so example, I'm tipping those four, that one at the top might have already burned his Penrith, Melbourne, he's South. Got, no, he's got Storm this week against the Bulldogs. Oh, jeez. Well, he's it's a win. great, it's a he's great comp, win. and communism works as well in theory until you run into old Mussolini oh, here. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? Absolute, we should do absolute power corrupts absolutely. <laughs> we should do this tipping comp for our. Our audience. Oh, well, you want to run another tipping comp. How many yeah. tipping comps do you run? <laughs> I do believe we should form a tipping comp committee. Like, there are yeah. so many different tipping comps and rules that apply. Um, like, I, I, I am of a staunch belief and, and that no pay, no play. Yeah. And you, no, no, that's right. No pay. I'm in one now. I haven't paid my 50 bucks yet. Now, yeah. it's a, one at Fox. Have you paid for this one yet? Yes, I did. Oh, you did. What do you think I'm blowing up? <laughs> yeah. I would have just pulled out. <laughs> Mate, if you're changing rules, I just would have pulled out. No, uh, no, you gave me the BSB, you remember? Yeah. Anyway, so that's my baby. But thank you very much. I wouldn't have remembered if you didn't bring up nah, tipping comps. that's cops. good. Nah, I like that. But you accept. You've accept, well, you, Bartram, you know you you know your stuff. Don't yeah, you? I do. And here's the problem. Oh, but I should have done this for this type of comp. You need a last prize because <laughs> I don't no, know. I think you do. Like Bartram's minus fifty five. The Kel Vance's hundred and twenty two. There's already a hundred and seventy point. Mm. So if you're going that bad, you want to keep going that. Just bad. count yourself lucky that you're allowed in the comp. Yeah. Then. I managed to get lucky one year Enjoy and, 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 and might and might have won it. And, and it will be my last time. Don't I worry. Boot, I don't I need booted. you yeah. black banding me. You got booted. <laughs> yeah. What'd yeah. you win it? Luckily. Yeah, he, oh, no, okay, he yeah. won it and, and yeah. they found out they said no pros are allowed to play. <laughs> oh please. So they binned him. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but anyway, it's a very enjoyable competition. But uh, yeah. anyway, but I, I am serious. But but you know, we can't. We've already got enough on our plate because we have invented. Can we uh, point a camera? Mm. Um, and now, because of stuff going on with me in the last couple of weeks, this has been held back a bit. But the wall of shame mm. and the wall of fame is ready to go. So please, everyone, resend your. <laughs> We are the committee. We need to be unanimous in our selection. Anything which makes the wall of shame. Now, I can tell already, boys, the wall of shame is going to be filled quickly. Mm-hmm. So the wall of shame would not include me changing a tipping comp on the run. That's not the kind of thing we're after, is it? It's not, but it would be worthy of wall of shame. And I know Sean would rub a stamp. Um, Power to the people. I'm just keeping the people interested, No, Dan. no, no, but keep sending it. Now, you've tried to get a hashtag going for this. I'm, I'm, I like your zeal, but I don't... No, but I don't want to get peppered with... We're going to get peppered. Just we're, tag, we're getting peppered already. Just tag Joel Kane on no, Twitter. No, we're getting peppered see. already. No, you know, the best place to do this is... There's generally a tweet relating to this show from Sportsbet. Reply to that. Okay, yeah. that's the best way. We'll all see that. Otherwise, we'll get lost in a million messages. Okay, but anyway, resend them. So yeah. there were some good ones I know over the last two or three weeks. Uh, we already had an argument over one. Someone had a 99 to 1 same game multi that mm. blew up because Mike Acevo didn't score. I would actually consider that nah, bad not, not for me. Not for me. Okay. Anyway. He was very quiet, Michael, wasn't he? Yeah, I know. Yeah. Unsighted. I know. Jeez, that was a good day out at ANZ. Oh, it was a great day. Because um, we, were t- we were crying out for a close game. Yeah. Thank goodness Parramatta kept stuffing up and, yeah. and allowing the Tigers back in. Um, but, um, no, it was a good day. And, and, and a sight for sore eyes to have a close one. Uh, it's amazing. We have a couple of weeks of big margins or four weeks of big margins and everyone's got their theory as to why. I think it's just bad club management. What's, what's your theory? My, club? my theory is it is exposing clubs that don't know how to run a salary cap. Manly, okay, have put all their money into th- – 40% of their money into three players. They've got no depth. Um, North, Co- North Queensland have just made some bad decisions. I mean, they've been unlucky that Michael Morgan is gone. Mm. Um, uh, also, Val Holmes, they're paying him 
fullback money, and he has not been great since coming back from the NFL. Uh, Cohen Hess, I don't know what has happened to Cohen Hess. He's an origin player. He was Ivan Drago, and now he's um, you know coming off the bench. Mm. Josh Maguire's unhappy. So this well, he's been given the yeah. license to go. Uh, who are the other clubs? Canterbury. Well, someone wanted to uh, send me all the you know every Canterbury player's uh, credentials, and the, a lot of them are Origin players or under twenties. Like Josh Jackson hasn't played Origin for five years. He's a very solid player, but he's no longer Josh Jackson Origin mm. player. Dalamatini's a Lesniak paid ridiculous money for what he does. Nick Cottry. Is played huge money now. Mm. I get that they have to pay over sometimes, but you got to have some smart decision makers. So um, I think it's bad club management. Yes, the rules are playing a role, but uh, to me, it doesn't bother me if twenty six six under old rules becomes forty six six. You're still getting the same result. That's the thing. We've always had bad teams. Every year, there's generally two or three that are that are far from you know top eight contention. There might be how many this year. Five or six. There's a mm. couple more than, than usual. What it what it's done is it, it's removed the the shit teams, for want of a better word, being able to turn a game into a scrappy type arm wrestle, try and play it through the middle. Um, it, it's completely removed that at all. And then you get the elite um, teams pile on points really quick. You saw the Storm game yeah. the other week. What how, how many minutes of, of Fast footy, did they play? Fifteen minutes of good footy, I and reckon. it's completely gone. Which you, and that wouldn't, that couldn't happen two years ago. Mm. Now it can, and that's where the the big gaps are. And this week's really interesting because I said to you before, Shug, we've got some average-ish teams that I think that are nowhere near the, the top four or five are going off very short this week. So I think we'll probably learn a lot more about what the rules have done um, this week than maybe we have in the first few. So watch this space. Set your own markets. Pick your own line. If you think it's too yeah. big, pick your own line, go up or down. That's the way to do that. Um, yeah, look, my theory on this personally, boys, is that there's clearly a bit of everything you're saying, the management of the clubs, etc. However, I generally believe that the better teams, the fitter teams, are exploiting the rules. I still think there's not enough set restarts. <coughs> teams are way offside. They are way offside. If you watched a game on aerial shot, they are getting the ball and they're right in their face. Yeah. I, I honestly think they're exploiting the buggery. But, but that, which is fine. A set restart doesn't do anything to these poor teams. They need the they need the free thirty meters downfield to get anywhere near it. The teams are deliberately, you know, only getting back eight meters, and the the I still think the line speed of the good teams is still um, a bigger factor than them not being back ten. Mm. They just they're they're a lot fitter. They're just doing all the all the little things much better than these lowly teams. So the aim here is to make money on this podcast. So let's put up the wooden spoon market, and we have a really tight four way go. Dogs are the favourites. Do you know I still think the Dogs are going to win a few? Because they are still an honest team that tries. Cowboys, you couldn't say the same about them at the moment. Broncos are... They Bronco, won't get the spoon. Hey? Broncos I don't think the they will either because no. all they do is play 20 bad minutes of footy every week and it kills them. But at some point they're going to stop playing that bad footy. Manly at 5.50, hello everyone that got on at 26 at the start of the season. But I fear once Trebojevic comes back they're not going to be as bad as those other three. What are you thinking there, gents? Well, I've cashed out on Manly. Yeah. At a bit of a profit. That Manly won't get the spoon. Broncos won't. It's a dead set two race. Bulldogs, Cowboys for me. Sean? Yeah, I don't know. I think I think I want to be on the Cowboys at this Yeah, at something this stinks like there. Some, yeah, and something's something's not right um, in the in the back or front office, back yeah. office, whatever you want to call it. See, the Dragons have proved if you play hard enough... <clears throat> You will win your share of games. Yeah, you'll at, get lucky. Look at, the, look at the job they did against Newcastle without Ben Hunt. They mauled them. Yep. And and mm. and I can see um, those other teams perhaps doing that occasionally. Well, not Canterbury. They they can't bust a grape at the moment. But the Cowboys are not. You, you couldn't imagine them playing like the Dragons did on the weekend. No. no, I said that though, Dan. That Anthony Griffin coming in, he'd coached for seven or eight years at about seventeen points a game against. Great defensive coach. He knows mm. how to get players to play for him, and, and we're seeing that. So, well done to Anthony Griffin. No matter how their season pans out, yeah, I, I, I oh, I've, heard, I've heard a great theory. By the way, sorry yeah. on the Dragons that. Um, the, the McCulloch is straightening up Norman. Right. And that's the reason why Norman all of a sudden looks good is because McCulloch is keeping him on the straight and narrow. But sorry, your point on the uh, Cowboys. Oh, I just think it's – that they are awful. 
They are absolutely awful. Like defensively, no commitment. At least the dogs. The dogs are plotters, right? But they're trying plotters, aren't they? Mm. Yeah, well, look, the, the first 20 minutes of that game last week, it was horrendous to watch, but they were they were showing something. They, it does look like they're turning up the Cowboys. I was at that Sharks game um, on You the went weekend. to the doubleheader? Yeah, yeah. Really? And it was, oh, it was good because I was on the Sharkies, but they just laid, they just laid down. Yeah. You know, it's a, re- a really, really bad sign. I reckon the doggies would have looked at uh, Adam Dewey's kicks on Monday and thought, okay, well, this is how we score points. Yeah. Honestly, put the ball up and hope for the best. That's right. What's wrong with that? Because they, they, even though their forwards aren't really making much of an impression, they are getting enough opportunities where they can at least forget these fancy little – why are you trying to get repeat sets? Because you've got no attack. You no. might as well just put it up and hope for the best. Speaking about putting it up, can the Tigers please stop getting tackled on the sideline on the second last play? <laughs> no, honestly, it kills your kicking game. They did it about four times. They get tackled on the fourth play on the sideline. So if you're the defensive team, you know where they're going, don't you? Mm. They yes. have to come back, back in the middle, the middle, and it's a poor kick. So aside from the beautiful kicks Dewey was putting up in the middle of the field, they've got to sort that out. Uh, quick ones, 18th man, uh, the rubber stamping of the 18th man, which still looks like a dog's breakfast to me, but... Foul play now counts, so if your player is removed from a game because of a foul play, moment of foul play, you can replace them. Can we I share you my idea about the send-off? Mm. Oh, this – okay, yes, it's complicated. It's a good idea. No, it's idea, not complicated. Well, go on. No, so if, if somebody – let's use uh, Young's a cool of a feeder where he whacks Jai Arrow. Jai Arrow hardly feels it, but it's an ordinary-looking act. Send the kid off. Mm. It costs Robbo an interchange and play on. He can't come back onto the field. Oh, okay. I thought you had Fafita off for 10. Well, you, I, that, I think it's – I do like that personally, but I think it does complicate it. But just simply like that, that throws out their interchange yeah. and it sends a message to kids, if you're going to carry on like a pork chop, you're out of the game. And he, So Sakula Fafita should not be allowed back into the contest and nor should the team who's playing them have to deal with him again. What, what do you think about that? You would see a lot more send-offs. Wouldn't you? I was trying to think, okay, this is the thing. Whenever you propose a rule, you've got to think, how's it going to be explored? Well, how's it going to be explored? If it's grand it, final and someone yeah. lines someone out, you still have the provision for the real bad ones to send them off and keep them a man short. Yeah, it's not bad. It's not bad. Yeah. It's not bad. I can't think – I can't poke holes through it off no. the top. Um, the other thing while we're here, can we – and this will be a chat later in the year. Cody Walker's out for two weeks for mm. striking. Mm. Should he be missing a grand final over that? We need. Yes. To, do you think so? Yes. No, I think we, no, need, no, I think we need to be bringing in the suspensions like in the horse oh. racing so you can ride in the middle. No, 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 no you can't, we can't. You can't do you that. Well, what about the more no, trivial ones? Let's like, say it's a crusher tackle and it, you've got a week for well, an accidental crusher tackle. Surely you should be able to push that's that. The one, that's the one that's a worry. What Cody Walker did was okay, deliberate. Probably a bad example, but but the more uh, yeah, innocuous right. ones, can't well, you push it around That's why they brought one? in the fine system. Yeah. Right? That's why they brought in for the absolute, the, the grade one careless. Mm-hmm. Um, the crusher tackles a problem because that is totally, um, that is. Circumstantial. Well, yeah. Sometimes. A lot of those. Sometimes. A lot of the time. I don't think players mean to do it. The second drop, that's a crusher. That's a proper crusher tackle. But there are somewhere, dead set, the attacking players turning his head. Yeah. Looking for the quick play of the ball. Imagine missing out in the grand for final for that. Yeah. Um, also, um, we've got. Uh, oh, by the way, we've got Paul Gow joining us to, to give us some masters bets. So that's a that's a big um, that's a that's a big guess coming up because I think he gave us a winner last year for the masters. Quick word on Ryan Pappenhausen. He's not James Tedesco yet, is he? He hasn't quite got to the Tedesco levels. Oh, hello, hello. <laughs> I'm still taking Tedesco in my <laughs> nah, team. No, so am I. But I tell you what, the gap is closing rapidly. Your remember his remember his yeah. love in with Tedesco. Oh, still, geez. still got it. Still there. But tell you what, little Pappy. I spoke to Timmy Manor on Monday. Yes, and I said, Timmy, what about Pappenhausen? Twenty-four points in eleven minutes. He said, What? He he knew he'd scored the four tries. He said, Twenty-four points in eleven minutes. Yeah. He gets the computer out and he goes, Do you know what? He said, I scored 24 points in my, in my career. career. I said, how, how long did you play for? He said, 11 years. So <laughs> 11 years, 11, 11 minutes. minutes. Yeah, Very story. nice. By the way, I said in our WhatsApp chat that you should have put up a market. It's probably too quick to do, but at halftime, how many would Pappenhausen score? And you would have made a fortune because no one would have bet him to finish with four. Mm. I had him at six. I thought he's going to get – but here's what happened. Did you notice for about the first 25 minutes of the second half – they were looking to give it to him at any yeah. opportunity, but Brisbane knew it was coming, mm. so they had him contained. And then once the storm sort of bugger this, 
and, and shot it out to George Jennings and Remus Smith. Then all of a sudden they started scoring tries again. I'll tell you what, uh, that Friday was the greatest lesson for any kid. That was the greatest lesson for support play you'll ever see. Yeah. Cody Walker and Ryan Pappenhausen, the pair of them, go, go and watch um, – I've cut up some tape for our show on Saturday for mm. Fox. Um, Nathan Blacklock, Ryan Pappenhausen, Cody Walker – they just leave before everyone else. They're not quicker than everyone else, but they pick a player. It's a great thing for juniors to do. Pick a player. Yeah. Even if you think there's a gap coming, Cody Walker quite often, most tries he scores, he actually gets in front of the player at some stage. Right. They play – and Danny Maguire in England was very, very good at it as well. So you'll watch Ryan Pappenhausen takes off and there's seven blokes in his teammates who are all just standing around missing the bus. But Pap goes, hang on, there's something might be happening here. Yeah. And they start heading upfield. Yeah. You've got to be intelligent for that too, don't you? Like, you've actually got to have a real football brain. Yeah. Because, Dan, can't you can't... be just you can't... You're trying harder than the others. You actually have to have a real perception. Mm. Well, you think about a line break. So, generally, before a fullback could get involved, you're running 10 or 15 metres. So, you can't make up five metres in that time. Mm. So, you need to be playing so flat. But, anyway, that's, uh, that's right. a great lesson. We've got some tips on the way. But after this, we turn our attention to the Masters. Another Thursday. Same focus. Same commitment. What you see on TV comes from elite average work down the driveway. Morning, Edna. So when I want to place a fast and easy same-game multi, I use Sportsbet. More markets, more offers and bigger odds. I'm Gary Flynn, wheelie bin champion, and I make it look easy with Sportsbet. All right, let's break away a little from Rugby League, only briefly, because this is becoming a yearly tradition, Joel and Sean, and that is uh, we talk Masters, mm. one of the great betting events. I know, you know, even you blokes might like to have a dabble, and I know you're not golf nuts. No. So we, but you will have a look. Well, I've accidentally, I've got the screen up and I've accidentally put a player into the bet slip. Oh, now you oh, have to I, bet it. I, I have hate, to bet it. Now, I hate when that happens. This is why, yeah. <laughs> this is why I don't play lotto because I know if I have one, if I play one week, yeah. that's it. I have to, I could never bear to see those numbers come up and I'm not that's on That's right. It. Who's the player? Morikawa. I'm on here. Uh, he's on. He's one of mine. Twenty nine bucks. Accidentally put him in the best list. <laughs> but but let's get a real expert on yeah. Paul Gow, uh, who joined us last year, and I think gave us some pretty good tips last year. He is back uh, and a great um, show on um, on Ko actually. Check Braith hosts it, and Braith actually a pretty good host. And uh, Gowie and Jeff Ogilvy, and it's really good. It's a, a preview show of the Masters. So once you finish with us here on Ko, go over to them. How? Where are you, Gowie? You're at some airport. Yeah, I'm at Essendon Airport on my way to Barnbooga to play golf for a few days with a few fellas, and uh, you know, getting ready for the Masters. So there's not a better way than having a game of golf yourself. Wow, look, what a life it must be oh, to be a professional yeah, that does, golfer. That sounds awful. You finish yeah. playing professional golf and you're just doing corporate gigs out at, or playing with mates out at, you know, you got to get in the propeller planes and, <laughs> you know, it's all good until that one flight. But, but I mean, <laughs> fingers crossed. Yeah. Fingers crossed. Uh, all right, let's get to uh, the Masters. Um, which way are you going? You've got to keep this nice and tight, but... Who do you really like coming in? Spieth's form has been immaculate, and finally now that he wins, he's got that monkey off the back. Is it Spieth? Is it someone else that really grabs you coming into uh, Augusta? Well, it's a ball striker, and it definitely is the stats over the years. In the last 15 years, it's it's uh, shots gained by hitting greens, and um, normally that somebody inside the top 10 wins. They dusted Johnson last year. So we're looking at the best ball strikers in the last, you know, three to four months. Now, um, you know, that, that brings in Molokawa. That brings in, um, definitely brings in Dustin Johnson. John Ram's another one that, that gets in there. But, um, you know, there, there's a bunch of Aussies that are good ball strikers too, from an Adam Scott to a, uh, definitely to a Mark Leishman and, and Cam Smith. Um, but, you know, there's Tony Finau. But the one I like the most is Justin Thomas. Mm. He's won the Players' Championships, you know, three weeks ago. And that ball striking down the stretch against Lee Le- Westwood was some of the best striking that I've seen in years. And um, he ran fourth here last year. He likes the place. He's five years in. Normally, he has a practice round with Tiger and Freddie Couples. So he sucks them of all their information about Augusta National. So um, I backed him a few weeks ago. He, he just looks really nice. And the other one is Tony Finau at Price. 
Um, he's another ball strike. He's not a winner, but no. a bit like David DeVal for years, um, you know, he didn't win. But when he started winning, he was off. Mm. Uh, Tony Fina, you can look for the he's $6.50 Gowie to run top five. Maybe that's the way to play him. Justin Thomas, $11 to win it all. If Third you close player. your eyes, if you mm-hmm. close your eyes to see the top Australian player, uh, who are you seeing there? You've mentioned Smith, you've mentioned Leishman, you've mentioned uh, also there Adam Scott. Who do you see being the best performed Aussie Gowie? Yeah, I'm going to say uh, Cameron Smith, but I can't go away from Adam Scott. And there's a couple of reasons mm-hmm. is because. Um, you know, he's, he's won there before. He, he grows another leg when he goes through uh, the gates at Augusta down Magnolia Lane. But four or five weeks ago, he'd been experimenting with a different golf shaft in his driver. And he's been an unbelievable driver of the ball. He played with this Autoflex driver um, for a number of weeks. Three weeks ago, he changed back. He ran 13th at the Honda Classic, the one that Matt Jones won. He drove the ball really well. His greens were up in regulation. Everyone there always bags his putting. But he loves the place at Augusta, and the greens are going to be firm and fast, and exactly how Adam likes it. Yeah, just on the on the greens being fast, man. I heard Freddie Couple say if it does stay dry, it's going to play um, as difficult as it has in a long, long time. Is there any angles we can find there? Um, someone earlier in the day, potentially on a, on a first round tee off or something like that. Does it get harder as the round progresses, or as the as the week progresses? Well, as the week progresses, for sure. Like, if you're a real betting man, you don't actually have a bet until after 36 holes, until they all sort of sort, sort themselves out. And then you go for somebody, um, you know, three or four off the lead that's sitting under the radar there. Uh, the course will get hard and faster. Yeah. Last year, with how soft it was in November, it made the Augusta look a bit foolish with 20 under par, Cameron Smith breaking 70, the first mm-hmm. man to break 70 ever. Um, so it, they're really going to soup it up. I was talking to some people over there yesterday. It was souped up on Monday. <laughs> so I can't see what it'll be like when it gets to Thursday and then by the time it gets to Sunday. I, the viewing on Sunday on the back nine will be exceptional. They won't be able to go at pins. They've got to shoot away from pins. So it's going to be that smart, strategic golfer that gets their way around. So Justin Thomas is one of those, and definitely Adam Scott and, jo- and Kem Smith are one of those. Though. Kem Smith can't overpower the golf course, so he's got to use his smarts around the golf course, and what a hell of a short game. All right, and golf, it's the hardest sport to bet on, but when you crack it, boy, you get <laughs> oh, some yes. beautiful odds. <laughs> so let's hope. Uh, Justin Thomas, uh, Gowie's pick, third favourite, but he's $11. Yes. That's the sort of value you get. Uh, don't forget, KO, um, not only do they pick up the Fox Sports coverage at 5am each day, but you've got the early round coverage at, I think it's 1.30 in the morning. It might even be earlier yep. Eastern time. So bonus coverage on KO. Gowie, brilliant as always, mate. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks, fellas. Thanks, Gowie. Fabian Frothics, final routine in the Rhythmic Spillnastics. Hope you're thirsty, Australia. Change from four drinks? Don't see that often. Taking credit for his round now. Lovely point pirouette. Especially on this sticky floor. Into his trademark schooner shuffle. Extra hops. Now serve it up, son. Yes! All thriller, no spiller. Another make-it-look-easy moment from Sportsbet. All right, let's find some winners now. As we look at uh, round number five, isn't it going nice and quickly? Round five of the NRL. And we start with two teams we see a lot of uh, in the Thursday night time slot. South Sydney and the Broncos. No Cody Walker, but South still $1.06. My goodness, Brisbane $9. This is obviously at uh, Stadium Australia. And the line, as we uh, record, is 21.5. Now, Benji is the number six. Uh, Dean Hawkins will make his first grade debut uh, as the number 14 for South. For Brisbane, Herbie Farnworth, he's been great for the Broncos, certainly with the ball in hand. He's gone. Richie Kenner comes in. John Asiata back for them. 21 and a half. That seems like a lot to me, and I know all these massive starts have been covered easily, but I got a sense that the Broncos might actually keep this... Just a tiny bit closer. What do you boys think? Joel. Uh, well, I'll tell you, my, my only concern is, well, I've got a few concerns for the Broncos, but think about Latrell Mitchell. He loves sweeping around on that left-hand side. Mm. Tessie mm. New's not a big fella. How is Tessie New going to defy Latrell Mitchell for 80 minutes? He's not. So Latrell Mitchell's going to score a try on that left edge. Xavier Coates is going to score because he keeps scoring tries, Xavier Coates. He scored in six games in a row, Xavier Coates. No Kaloa Matangi, no Cody Walker. 
the game against the Bulldogs was in the balance. It was a real tussle. They were putting it to him for a while. Mm. And if not for Cody Walker being on the heels of Damian Cook, maybe it stays closer for a lot longer. So I, um, I'm i happy to be on the Broncos at the plus. Yeah, like they only need to play 50 minutes of footy here, I think, South. But they're the type of team that only plays 50 minutes. Well, they are. That, well, and that'll be enough to win. That's exactly what happened last week. And I, I, I can't I can't come up with a with a reason to be... And you know, my if you went through my tipping history, I, there's no way I'd be on a minus that big in the past. Granted, it's a completely different game these days, but I, I, I couldn't possibly be on the Broncos. There's just far too many points in this South team. At what team. point? At what point probably would, another, would we have to tempt you to get you on the Broncos? Probably another try. <laughs> the 25 and a half. Something like that, yeah. Wow. Okay. I, I, it's just, if, if it's a dry track, like... Can see this mapping the exact same as the as the South game last week. You know what we haven't got yet, and that's due. And I reckon we're close to getting we due in mm. Sydney, where the temperature drops. And on a Thursday night at a- at Homebush, oh, keep calling it ANZ. Can someone else sponsor it, please, so we can stop calling it ANZ? <laughs> By the way, I have an issue with banks. I had a big win on sports bet, as you know, on Friday mm. night. Right? Yep. It was the Walker double, Pappenhausen double. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I was half asleep on the couch. Pappenhausen scores the first. I thought, oh, yeah. better, I better sit up and watch this. So I withdraw immediately. Now, this is not a sports bet issue. This is a bank issue. You know the money didn't go into last night, Tuesday night? That's a disgrace. Yeah. How do, I mean, oh, because it's got to go through clearing houses. I get stuff. <laughs> Mate, if I withdrew that from my credit card, you don't think I'd be being charged interest from the moment I I, I, set, I took it? Anyway, I please don't. I know about the sports bet cash card, which I've used in the past. I just withdrew it from the bank. I just five days I could have had that money. <laughs> but anyway, thank you, everyone. Uh, so, uh, South for you, Sean, uh, Brisbane for Joel and mm. yourself. What are you laughing at, Joel? <laughs> I just uh, just trying to organise something behind the scenes. What, uh, check check an, your phone, Cam. An, um, another tipping comp, eh? <laughs> yeah, no. Another tipping comp. Eh? Uh, <laughs> Warrior is going to steal whatever it is. I'm being stitched up. <laughs> Warriors Manly is our uh, six o'clock game on Friday. This is at uh, Gosford. Uh, Warriors a dollar thirty nine and seven and a half is the line. Pretty thin for Manly. Seven and a half. Uh, Morgan Harper comes in. Moses Suley is out. But our, uh, for the Warriors, a big out. Two big outs, actually. Fanua Blake and a four, who's actually been pretty good. Um, so it's a Nicarima O'Sullivan combination. Uh, last week, I was very disappointed in the Warriors last so week. Because they they started great against the Roosters. 16-12. And we're probably all thinking the same thing. When they had that set and it was just crash play, crash play, crash play, crash play. And the Roosters held on. I think we all thought, okay, well, here comes the avalanche. Yep. And that's mm. exactly what happened. So I'm now a little sceptical of the Warriors, but um, gee, seven and a half looks thin. Now, I might be going to the judiciary this week. Wow. Sure. I think it might be probably fair to say that. I was on Manly last week in the only one of those big lines that I was with the, with the underdog, and we all know what happened there. This is their last chance for mm. me because – and I, I teased it before, there's some average average teams, I'm not going to say the Warriors are bad, but there's some average teams going off very short this week. And the Warriors are without a lot. Still no Harris Tavita, Fanua Blake's out, Bunty Afoa, um, Bailey Sirenen, I think, think's been really good for them. So he was good for South last year yeah, too. He was, yeah, he yeah. was, yeah. So they're running a little bit thin, and we know how <clears throat> how terrible Manly are, but this is their chance here. Now, the Warriors, what, what, that price was $1.39 or something. Yeah. I couldn't possibly go near that. So this is their last chance mm. for me, Manly Plus. Oh, I hate that I'm doing this. Can I have that team sheet for a sec? Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm very strongly declaring the Manly side. In fact, I'm prepared to do this, oh, Dan. No. <coughs> Ooh. <laughs> no, they're $3. That's too big for the wolf. I noticed he's back to his odds on pops. Uh, one more time. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is that what you is that what you text him? Well, oh, that's a different one. You've uh, the wolf, again. the wolf. Um, look, there's no Adam Fanua. <laughs> <Ooh. laughs> so good. It's pretty good. No Adam Fanua Blake. Uh, no Bailey Sirenen. No. Uh, who else are they missing there? Bailey Sirenen's there. I think or is he's he out, not? isn't he? Is he? Okay. I think he's out. I okay. thought he was out. Uh, who else is out? Fair enough. Chanel Harris to be. Bunty Four's out as well. Yeah, he's definitely he's out. out as well. But 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 my disclaimer here is they can't 
if we get the team sheets and it says one to seventeen, I'm unsubscribing. They can't have Dylan Walker oh, playing fullback right. for another week. They yeah. can't. They can't. Well, who? Who? Tell me who's going Ferner, in there. Ferner, maybe Harper. Harper Ferner. But Morgan they Harper did it in a trial game and was. Well, he's better than Walker. They must unsubscribe, Dan. Yeah, you're right. It's not Surin and it's Jack Murch in the yeah, number 12. Yeah, they must unsubscribe. So if they do that, um, I'll be... Uh... Oh. <laughs> so I'm taking the minus seven and a half. If it got to eight and a half, I'd be on Manly. Yep. And I, I don't try, I won't be having a cent on this game, but I have to have a put tip here. Warriors... Uh, and, oh, this is an overs game. This has got to me overs written mm. all... I, no, I think Manly can't tackle. No. Nah. No, nah, they can't. I'll tell you, Kieran Ford Neither, needs neither team can really score, though. Hey? Like. <laughs> Don't, won't yeah. matter. Look at the last time they played, 40 to 28. Mm. Um, yeah, but again, Manly. What were they doing buying Kieran Foran? Damaged goods. Yeah. Like, they're not going to recreate 2011 mm. again. So, Manasseh Finu, they re-signed him. And he can't play until the end of the year at best. Yep. So, that's what we're talking about by club management, just making dumb decisions. Uh, we move on to the next game. So you're manly, yeah. you're manly on Warriors. What a game. I've got this one actually for this Fox. Beauty, what a beauty. This is the match of the, the round by far. Um, Penrith's best 40 minutes of last year, and it was a hell of a 40 minutes, might have been, remember the first half against the Raiders? They led 24 mm-hmm. nothing. It yeah. was a blistering half, and Canberra weren't that bad. Uh, it is going to be a full house, 100% capacity. It It's the 91... Uh, reunion for which uh, is it just me or is every year Penrith play Canberra they uh, they bring back the ninety one teams years, but this is a, I was going to yeah. say this is worthy yeah and I know I know Brandy and Mal are going to be out there yeah. on Friday night I know it's going to be a big celebration it's going to be a full house you got two teams in uh, good Nick I don't think Canberra's in great form but a good win over the Gold Coast they were too good for them Penrith are flying. Big start, seven and a half. If you want Canberra, you've got the padding of seven and a half points start. That's good enough for me, Joey Tarpany, back for them. I uh, have no idea about this game, so I'm going to go exactly what he goes. (laughs) Honestly, I can't read Canberra. I I don't know how to read them. I'm getting them wrong nearly every single week. I think they've been waiting for this game. Uh, Elliot Whitehead came out during the week, said, we're the best forward pack in the comp. I thought, gee, that's an odd comment. I mean, you might be right, but I thought – Wow, okay. I, I, I think they're really setting themselves for this one. If, if they're going to get them, it's without Coruscant, right? So th- this 100%. Is, this is when they're going to get them. But I honestly don't know. I've got a great bet in this game, boys. I've got an outstanding bet for this game. Go on. I said, la- I said last week to the boys, uh, the punters club, I said, this is a gimme putt. Raiders taking on Titans, the unders. Oh, this yeah. is a massive unders. Penrith Panthers conceded only three tries all year. Yeah. If you take out the second half where they're all injured, Canberra, where they let five in against the Warriors, yeah. they've defended. <coughs> they've only conceded six. Yeah. So I've got this game in for three or four tries, maybe five. It's not going to hit 40 points. 38 and a half like total match points under. I so. like that. I like the try bet before we get to you, Sean. Uh, the eight, but it's, it's not the traditional try bet. It's the one at the 8.5. Oh, that's better. So I've got the margin has to be with eight points or less, and that's $2.20. So yeah, I'm putting good. that in some multi-shorn. Uh, completely agree with the total angle. I think this is going to be an old-fashioned yeah. type game, this mm. one. Two really good teams um, going at it. Penrith, they've only they've only played, really, the Melbourne Storm, and that was without Pappenhausen and a few others. Granted, mm, clear that, missed that one yeah, as well, didn't was he? A- so... But it was a bit of a dour game, 12-10. Um, I can see this one being very similar. I'd certainly want to be on the unders. And I think the Raiders are just doing enough at the moment without without being at all special. Um, no Coruscant, who I think is a really big out for this Penrith team. Um, and Crichton at fullback again, still... You know, no doubt he's a he's an unbelievable player, but I think that's still a little bit of an out for them. Shouldn't with the, Burton with the be fullback, John? Oh, I'd love to see him there. I mean, you know what? Yeah, Burton's just a superstar. He, he should never see reserve grade again. Yeah, you're right. Should yeah. he? I had my doubts well, about how you'd they... have him ahead of time when, when they're, they're back to their best. You should, I would have him ahead of Tyrone May in the 14. I tell you what, I, I, mm. I wasn't a big buyer of Staines, but I tell you what, he he was at fullback for about two minutes in that yeah. game against Manly. He flew through on the chip and chase, looked yeah. a million bucks, and then he had that one touch in the back line. Mate, they're, they're flying. Canberra mm. for me, what about you yeah, two? Yeah, I'm, I'm going. Yeah, Raiders. Raiders. Yeah. Okay, wow. 
We are taking on Penrith at home in front of 20,000. We go to Saturday afternoon. This could have been an absolute cracker, and it may well be, but uh, there's a few outs now. Gold Coast and Newcastle uh, at Seabus, so they're back at Rabina. Uh, very nice odds for the Knights if you think they could spring an upset. $3.40. The start is minus... Oh, that's a lot of start for a Titan side, which don't score many points against half-decent opposition. Uh, the Don is out. Brian Kelly returns. I fear the Don won't return because Philip Sami goes back to the wing. Kelly and Herbert in the centres. The Knights, Kalen Ponga is uh, back. Sight for sore eyes for Knights fans. But no Mitchell Pierce, no Kurt Mann, no Tex Hoy, no Jacob Saifidi. Chris Randall is dragged out again at, as number 14. And the halves, Sean Omerod, you can go first here. Watson and Green. Gee, it's a tough line, though. Eight and a half. You've got to have some faith in the Titans if you want to take them. Yeah, I originally thought, when I when I saw the, the opening price here, I thought it would be all over Newcastle. But I've sort of reversed that. I just don't know where... Um, Newcastle get their points from. That's a very stale-looking attack mm-hmm. um, with Blake Green, Connor Watson, who I think has been good in that new that new role he's been playing. Now he goes back into the halves. I, I don't know. Even with Ponga back, it's a it's a very stale-looking backline for me. <clears throat> I actually prefer uh, Gold Coast maybe thirteen plus in this one rather than the than the line. I think it might just get away from Newcastle um, late. Wouldn't really surprise me to see them. In it, I think I think the unders here is a is a great bet, which I never thought I'd say on the Gold Coast during the day. It's forty three and a half. Titans struggle to score. This Knights team definitely going to struggle to score. Yeah. So um, that might be the angle for me. But uh, Titans just yeah, I, I don't know. I'm, I find this really hard. I'll, I'll just go with the belief in Ponga. Um, eight and a half start and if you're thinking unders mm. then I'm probably leaning towards the big start. Therefore, fewer points. Therefore, the start comes into it. So uh, I, I just. Really hard game. This is the hardest game of the round I've found, Dan. You think, me too. Do you think the line will move here without, forget late changes, do you think the punters are going to, because I'm waiting for this to get to seven and a half, because I want to be on the Gold Coast, but I'm finding it hard to have the faith, because they had played so much ball against Canberra. Yeah. They're, they're pretty impotent when mm. it comes to attacking against half-decent defences. I'm not sure Newcastle, you get a sense something's a bit off at Newcastle. Yeah, I've had a sense all year that just you know, that now last week they, 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 they got they were killed by injuries. It's not their fault, but I got a sense that something's not there's not something askew. Give me Gold Coast, but without much confidence. Yeah, it's a bloody tough game. I don't know which way it's going to go. Actually, which it's, way are you going? Uh, uh, look, I'll, just because he's saying low total, which I tend to agree with, I've got to take the start. Bradman Best, he's a massive out, isn't mm. he? Like, they played someone recently and they escaped in the game, and it was purely because uh, Bradman Best. Had a hand in a couple of tries. What was that? The, that was the Warriors, wasn't it? Beat the Warriors because of him. Yeah, yeah. Mm. They, they were going nowhere, and yeah. he just out on his own, come up with a couple of plays. So, but yeah, I'm a massive Jaden Braley fan, so I'll go the oh, Knights. Yeah. Uh, all right, we get to the middle game. Should have been in Perth. It is now at uh, Stadium Australia, Canterbury and Melbourne. Is this Sean Ormerod? When we bring up the odds, the biggest are they the biggest odds for a head-to-head we've ever seen pre-game, and the start. Now, I knew it. I looked at this on Saturday. Remember in the WhatsApp group, I said, there's going to be a 30-point line yeah. at some stage this year. I looked at this game, and it was 21 and a half, and I thought, oh, no, I'll, I'll wait for the later. I knew it. I knew it was going to blow out. 27 and a half. Mm. God, that's a lot of start. It's the it's the biggest head-to-head price I can – remember I, we were texting maybe last week. 24 points was the biggest line you, you said we had. Yeah. Oh, no, 24 points for the biggest upset. That's right, but that doesn't necessarily mean the line. But I think it was. I think it was the biggest I could find in on my record keeping. Anyway, um, so this trumps that. Yeah, thirteen bucks. It, it, it's hard to get that many bigger because you need to get the favourite. Yeah. shorter, which yeah. is even harder to do. So no one's going to. Well, Melbourne's just going to be catnip for multis, aren't they? At a dollar three and mate, dollar fourteen, thirteen plus. You can't take that. Well, you can, I suppose. <laughs> I suppose you can if you want to fill up a multi, but a do- seven to one on to go thirteen plus. Um, they got a few wins, Canterbury. Well, Tenny's a Lesniak at fullback. Avarulo comes back at six. Luke Thompson, that's a good in. Um, Not they- forgetting they pushed South for a while and mm. they lost Lachlan Lewis, so they were without a five eight the whole game. Come on, they didn't push South. 
for they, for they, they were in the fight for a while. Oh, Absolutely, they were. Come on. Let's this this is the, the thing. The thing very, that annoys you're me. Being very generous. Yeah. Okay. The score was moderately close, but um, they were never ever going to beat. No, they were never going to beat them. But but what I'm saying is that yeah, they might keep it close. Yeah. Uh, Melbourne Felus Kafusi is in, so uh, they're pretty much. Oh, and Harry Grant number twenty one. Mm. So uh, we assume Grant would go to nine. Well, he might come off the bench for the first week. Brandon Smith to thirteen, or maybe even fourteen. Um. So, they're only getting better, Melbourne. I threw the question out at Twitter. I said, if Canterbury could have one player for the next for the rest of the year, any player is a hypothetical. You know, Harry Grant was the most common response. Yeah. Who was the team, sorry? So, Canterbury, if they could pitch uh, any yeah. player for the rest of the year, who oh. would you take? Harry Grant was probably the most common response. Jeez, it's, they're, they're, the passing out of dummy half is so slow. Yeah. Everything's so slow. Everything's, about it. Everything's so, so slow. slow. So, I, I, I'm going to take Melbourne. Because I know okay, Mel- let me ask you the same I know question. I, asked him. Gonna, I know Melbourne's going to get. I'm pretty confident Melbourne will get to forty. So, at what number do you take? That's Canterbury? pretty close. 30, 30 and a half. Thirty and a half. Thirty and a half is honestly my number. Where yeah. I go, okay, that's now too many, and now thirty six six could happen. And those little line breaks that Cody Walker capitalised on, you know, Pap's going to be oh there. Oh my god! So we're actually we're coming up with a Pap hub. We're going to have a specific. Mm. <laughs> pa- so how much start would Pap have to give Canterbury? <clears throat> Oh, Pat versus Canterbury. Yeah, we're going to have head-to-head versus Canterbury. We're going to have line versus Canterbury, back-to-back tries, a Pap hub for this game. I worry about Pap in that um, I've got him for top point scorer, mm. 10 bucks. We yeah. talked about that in the season preview. I reckon he's one really <laughs> – no, no, what I mean is – I'm not wrapping myself because no. I don't think you'll get it because I think he's one re- – <laughs> I think he's one really bad – Goal-kicking performance yeah. away from getting There given is one of those in him. 100%. Yeah. And Cam Munster might take over. Mm. So I, I, I think Pappenhauser, you've got to be careful if you're going to do that bit because Pappenhauser could have a shocker in the first half, go none from three, and then he's not kicking anymore. So Pappenhausen might outscore them with tries. Two tries, eight points might be enough to beat this Canterbury side. Um, so, yes, I'd, I, oh, five and a half. Give me five and a half Pappenhausen. Five and a half start. And is that not enough? No. Okay, well then I'll buggy your bet. Yeah. I don't want to have your Pappenhausen versus Canterbury <laughs> bet. That's your stupid bet. What do you reckon? What do you reckon the start will be there? What will the boys say? Oh, well, they're only in for. Are they in for one try? The Bulldogs probably here. Well, exact total points uh, last week was uh, zero, was $6.50. $6.50. This week it's four bucks. What about the Hitachi hot plays? Can oh, I say, you know, Sean, you know that is your greatest contribution <laughs> yes. to this podcast. By yeah. far. Because I almost mentioned it in the – did I do can- – yeah, I did. I did, did them against South, and I almost mentioned, oh, they're going to have a problem. How are they going to come up with three Hitachi highlights? <laughs> yeah. It's in my – it's a brilliant so, find. You know, oh, you know it's what they're, well done. You know what they're trying to do now? So they're hiding it. So we found yeah. it on Twitter. Yeah. They've sacked it off Twitter. They're trying to, they've obviously got a sponsorship agreement Have with Hitachi. You've got to put it up somewhere. So it's on Facebook. They've put it out wide. Um, but the followers, I was demanding to oh, see that's brilliant. it. Um, but, but also, um, uh, you raised a very good question, one of you. Oh, why wouldn't they have just uh, uh, hidden it for a week? Yeah. Because there's every, there was every chance what they're going to – they would have to hide it mm. the week after. Yeah. The week after. Oh, it's the best. And then the sponsor gets cranky. Oh, so, uh, uh, so, yeah, uh, uh, that's uh, – Top point <laughs> scorer, boys. Uh, the Paps, $2.25. Cleary's – Six bucks. He's about twenty four off the oh, pace. I'd be on that. Yeah, I'd be on that. Oh, uh, Zach Zach Lomax is, but he's he's up there, isn't he? He's like on forty six points. Tell you what Reynolds six bucks is worth a shot, isn't it? Okay, mm. okay, all right. So uh, we come back them all. We no, move on, but uh, I, I'm going to take Melbourne minus twenty. You haven't hit the number yet for me. What about you? No, I'll, I'll take the dogs. Yeah, I'm going to close my eyes and take the Bulldogs here. Oh, yes. Mm. What a miserable experience that'll be having to watch. Oh no! Like with the start, yeah. you're just watching the the score shrink in, shrink in, shrink mm. in. All right, the Saturday night game, not a bad game. Sydney Roosters versus Cronulla. Um, I like the way Cronulla's playing. Actually, uh, sorry, Dan. the The uh, Bulldogs selection at the line is exactly like the tearaway leader at the racetrack. You just know it's going to get, get a punctured tire. Yeah. But but does it make it to the post or mm. does it get swamped? That's exactly what it's like, isn't it? Yep, 100%, exactly, hundred um, percent. And you just know you, you're seeing your horse six lengths in front. You're going, 
Well, it's all over. <laughs> I've got no cheek. <laughs> Roosters, Cronulla. Uh, there we go. Seven and a half is the line. Uh, Sam Walker. I met him. Mm. He dead set looks 12. I met mm. the Walker family. What a nice family. Yeah. It was at a cafe at uh, Coogee and uh, they uh, lovely people. You can tell they're Queenslanders. Mate, honestly, they said, this is Sam. What does that mean? I thought... Just knock about salt of the earth people. Oh, okay. Well, good people, sure. Yeah. Good little backhand. Don't, don't try and turn no, my no, no. rap into a backhand. <laughs> They're nice people, Sean. They weren't eastern suburbs wankers. That's what I mean. <laughs> they, were, they were fish out of water at that Coogee Cafe. Um, is Walker going to be as good in this second game against a Cronulla side I, I'm starting to rate as a team that might knock off a couple of good teams this year? I think so. Yeah. Sharks are another team I'm finding really hard. To rate. By the way, what about the job Bomber Morris has done? Seriously, no Fafita. He hasn't. Yep. He hasn't been playing Fafita. No. It's an amazing job, isn't it? I still can't believe he's. There's still like some doubt over him. Maybe seeing the year out. Like mm. there's all this. I don't know where it's coming from. Um, well, he's got to have a scalp soon. Like honestly, they yeah. keep they keep knocking off the low hanging fruit. Now that is, the, don't write that off because you do en- you do enough of that, you'll get in the eight. Mm. Which they did last year, but at some point they're going to have to knock off a big gun. Is, is this week the week they can do it? Well, we're forgetting that they're still without Sean Johnson. Yeah, hundred percent. So they're they're sort of carrying Chad um, for the for the front half of the year, but they're winning enough games that potentially when they do get SJ back, they'll be they'll be in the eight. So you say they're carrying Chad Townsend. Well, what else are they do, mate? You you've, you're turning him into um, <laughs> who was your carrot oh, Holden, mate? Oh, yeah. he's better than that. He's been pretty good. I love how he creeps up to the ball. Hey, he creeps up to the ball. Townsend. Townsend. Well, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to depend on him from a goal kicking, no. but but um, although when he gets him straight, he gets him straight. But well, he's not he's not playing when Johnson returns, is he? Right. Hey, so that, he's not playing. That's a big decision, isn't it? So that that would that would infer to me that they're carrying well, him until Kennedy's flying. Okay, fine. Yeah. No, I would say. Well, we'll see what they do. That's going to be fascinating here because Kennedy's been great at number one. But anyway, minus seven and a half. I'm going to take the Sharks here. Yep. Because I I thought the Roosters were there to be beaten last week, and the Warriors weren't good enough to do it. Well, I've got the Warriors pegging about the same as the Sharks. I think they're similarly placed teams. Um, they couldn't get the job done. Victor Radley's made a huge difference. He was a lot of those link plays for the Roosters. They love the SCG. Their three wins this year have all been 13-plus. So for me, I'll just... I can't read the Sharks. I honestly can't read them. They haven't had that big scalp. So at the SCG, I'll take the Roosters. First game back for Radley, but he, he thought he was trying to overplay his hand a few mm. times there, which it, probably to be expected when, you know, they got Freddie Lussick, um, who's young, Sam Walker, obviously eighteen year old. Yeah, I, I really like the Sharks. What they're what they're doing. This is a completely different test to what they have faced in the past. But without or with Freddie um, Hutchison and Sam Walker, I've got to be on the Sharks plus seven and a half. Okay, we agree. We've only got three minutes here, boys. So let's power through West Woof. Tigers, North Queensland. Um, this is a Leichhardt. I've got a lot of bets. I'll be having a lot of bets on this game because I think this could be a big score. Tigers, very warm favourites. I think they are ready to thump a team. Uh, I uh, The line you had, oh, you had the gutless minus 8.0, Sean. <laughs> I think it's 8.5 now. Okay, 8.5. Well, it doesn't suit me, but okay. 8.5. Oh, 8.0, okay. Gutless. Um, Leichhardt. Tigers don't have a great record at Leichhardt, but, boy, they could... If they get going against this Cowboys side, I can just see Luciano Lua absolutely toying with this mob. Those centres that struggle to defend, um, I will be looking at who will be backing up Lua. Now, Little, Jacob Little will get another try. Yeah, Luke Brooks yeah. on that side. That's who I... So, Tigers for me. Yeah, Tigers for me. Yeah, same deal. Scares me a little bit being so short. I don't really rate them, but probably a one for the alternate lines this game, I think. This is uh, – I saw them flog Manly. Uh, I think this could be a similar circumstance. Manly in the trial game, I think this could be a similar circumstance. Paramount, this is a great Saturday, Sunday night game. This will be the highest-rating Sunday night game of the year. This might be the highest-rating game Fox does all year um, because two big supporter bases and um, the Dragons in form and Parramatta, well, we know they're in form. twenty-eight, very short. Nine and a half was the start as of Tuesday night. Ryan Madison has been named – uh, we'll see if he plays. Jack Bird returns for the Dragons. That is a lot of start for Parramatta. But we know once they get going at Bankwest, they really get going. 
Dragons did beat Parramatta last year at that venue, 14 mm. points to 12. I think that's too much start. What do you no, boys I think? No, it's nowhere near enough. Pa- Parramatta by 20. Oh. Uh, they, honestly, that was, it was so flattering, the score for the Tigers. They'd smash the Tigers, and the Tigers, for me, are on the same sort of level as the Dragons. This, this is at Bankwest Stadium. You know Sivo scores every time he's there. This is the bet of the round. Eels to cover this. Where we? Where do I go from there? I'm with you, Dan. I, I don't like Para as really short price favourites. No, that's the. I, yeah. I, I think I'd probably just rather lay Parramatta head to head rather than try mm. and find the Dragons here. That, but that's that's my angle. Yeah. Okay. Wow. You've you've your confidence now makes me less confident about my tip. That's your round five, but it's time for best bets. All right, let's go here. Uh, who wants to kick it off? Sean Omron, you can kick us off with best bets. Yeah, I, I teased to it before. Two very, very impotent attacks, I think is might be the word for that. Yes. Knights missing the world. I don't know where they get their points from. Um, Titans forwards, huge, but once again, struggle to score points. So under 43 and a half looks massive to me. Yeah, I, I, uh, I'm just so keen on this Canberra game, Panthers being under. I think the 38 and a half, way too high. I think it gets under 30, in fact. Um, mm. And big win, little win, Eels 13 plus. If you wanted to be less greedy, maybe just take minus nine and a half with that. But uh, I'm very, very certain Eels have a big win. And I've got tries, tries, tries at Leichhardt. And these two could run off uh, Luciano, Dane Laurie and Luke Brooks. I could have gone Jacob Little. But I went with Luke Brooks at $9. Oh, and in fact, mm. I might swap that to... Anyway, $9.75. <laughs> We're all very profitable too, by the way, on the best bets. I know, aren't yeah. we? Yep. Aren't we? So uh, there you go. I hope you've been uh, following us. Oh, I think I found my my um, my niche, and that is look for the game with a stack of tries in it and get your anytime try scorers or doubles mm. or whatever. That, that seems... I found my little uh, place there. All right, we're just about done. Nice to be back. Nice to be here on a Wednesday morning, and um, uh, thank you very much, Joel. Good Kane. to have you back, Dan. That's it. See That's boys. it. Thank you, Sean. But and as always, most importantly, gamble responsibly. <laughs>